Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm Nurse Mo, and I am really excited to be bringing to you the fifth in our Say Yes to Success miniseries sponsored by ATI. So a few weeks back, we did a little bit of an overview of three things that I wanted to share with you about the TEAS exam. In this episode, we're diving even deeper, and I've brought on an ATI representative to answer the questions students ask the most about the TEAS exam. I also want to let you know that ATI has graciously offered a discount to my listeners so you can save 15% at ATITesting.com when you spend $50 or more on ATIT's prep materials or packages. So again, you can save 15% when you spend $50 or more on ATIT's prep materials or packages at ATITesting.com. And that offer is valid through May 31st of 2023. So to get that discount, use code SAN15 or SAN15. And I'll put that information in the episode notes. So let's dive in to our interview. Thank you, Tammy, for coming onto the podcast and sharing some great info about the ATITs, especially since it has changed recently. So tell us who you are and your role at ATI. We'll start there. Okay. Well, my name is Tammy Hess, and I've been with ATI since 2008. And um, I've been in the admission side of the business since 2016. And so I'm on the marketing side of admissions, but kind of handle everything. For a little while, we're a little short staff. So I've done everything from product development to to marketing to just about everything teas. So except for question writing, I'll I'll leave that to the experts. (laughs) You'll leave that to somebody else. (laughs) Exactly. So um, we were talking earlier about the new ATITs 7, and I think probably one of the biggest questions that students might have is, how is this different from the prior versions? Really, th- the biggest change that we had with the T7 is the question type. So okay. we added in some new questions that include, um, they're called alternate item type questions. And the NCLEX is, is, is moving to that this spring. So mm-hmm. you'll, yep, you'll hear a lot are. of a lot about that. So, and this was a request from our schools, from educators saying, you know what, we like the question type, we want the T's to go there. So, so we did quite a bit of research where, you know, we went back and forth. Do, do we add these? Do we know not? Is this going to mm-hmm. really make a difference? So we did, we, we, we finally decided we had enough um, reaction from schools that we went ahead and added this. So th- it's different than multiple choice. The standard test in the T6 was multiple choice. And now we've added a few more, which is numerical fill in the blank. So, so those are going to be mostly math problems. Okay, um, got it. And then you have select all the, that apply, and it always everyone's say the, favorite. Yes, and get used <laughs> to that in nursing school. So, yep. a lot of select all that apply, and it'll always be at the end of the question to tell you if it's a select all that apply. Okay. So, so, so you'll very get clear. that direction. Um, ordered response. So it's kind of like a drag and drop. So put it in mm-hmm. in the correct order. Hotspot, most of those are, are going to be anatomy. So it's going to, you know, point to, to this, you know, put your marker here. Um, and very, then you're very, yeah, it yes. sounds exactly like the next gen NCLEX. Yes. Yes. It's, it's very similar. And there's not a ton. I, I can't remember off my head, but 
you know, this is a sprinkling of these questions. Mm-hmm. This is just kind of an interjection. So, right. So most of them are still multiple choice, but we are introducing them. We're testing a whole bunch of questions, um, you know, just, just to get them ready as we go along. So, uh, and students, you, you won't know that on the T. So we, we do have te- questions on the T's that are, that are sprinkled in there that we test. So every question that we have goes through a rigorous test. Okay. And then, and students don't know which questions are real and which ones are tested okay. by design. So, so we know how they perform on those. So exactly. Um, quick question about the select all that apply. Will that be set up with um, partial scoring or will it be all or nothing? No, all or nothing. So all just or nothing on the all or nothing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Cause people are going to ask. <laughs> yes. Nope. That's okay. all or nothing. All right. So thank you for that overview. I think that's great. I think it will give students just kind of that introduction to kind of what nursing school exam questions are like and it tests their ability to kind of switch gears and think in a different way. So right, I, I like exactly. that. A, a whole bunch of multiple choice gets kind of repetitive. So I think it's cool to yeah. you mix it up a little bit. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's an introduction. And again, like you said, once you get into nursing school, it's pretty much select all that apply. I mean, you're you're going to get it's to know them ten. very well. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's how life is at, at the bedside, right? When I'm with a patient, I don't get just four choices. Right. I've exactly. got many, many things I could do to help somebody. So it's great prep for real life, for sure. Because you're listening to this podcast, I know a thing or two about you. I know that you are a dedicated student, and I know that you're willing to put in the effort to be the best student and nurse you can be. But it can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming. I know. I've been there. Which is why it's so nice to have ATI at your fingertips. From passing the T's exam and getting accepted into a nursing program, to graduating and passing the NCLEX, ATI is your go-to resource for anything and everything you need for nursing school. Now, for many of you, you're going to a program that uses ATI. If your school does, they have done you a huge favor. In 2020, schools that used ATI had NCLEX pass rates that were 5.8% higher than schools that didn't, and that is huge. And ATI helps you throughout nursing school, too. In fact, ATI has helped more than 2 million nursing students graduate and administered more than 12 million assessments since the year 2000. So they kind of know what they're doing. Now, I went to a school that used ATI, and honestly, I felt so prepared, not only each semester, but when I took my NCLEX as well. And that's because the materials they produce are top notch. They have more than 300 nurse educators on staff. So their ATI products and resources are carefully designed to actually help nursing students and set you up for success in life as a nurse. And if you're new to all this and trying to get into nursing school, then you may need to take the ATIT's entrance exam, and they've got you covered for that as well. They really are with you every step through nursing school. Learn more at ATITesting.com. You can get official exam information about the T's and a ton of information about how ATI can help you get through nursing school and pass your NCLEX. That's ATITesting.com. Okay, so segueing a little bit, can you just give a brief overview of what type of content is on the TEAS exam? You mentioned anatomy and a little bit of math. Yes. Um, 
what what else would would someone okay. find on the exam? So the tease is is made up of four sections. So you and and these are the same four sections. You don't get to choose which section you take first. You get um, it, it always kicks off with let me see. You start with reading, okay, and then you have math, and then you have a break. That you have an optional 10 minute break in between those. If you want to take it, whether you're taking remote in person, doesn't matter. You can take mm-hmm. a 10 minute break and then you go on to science and then English and language usage. So total questions, um, 170 questions, 209 minutes. Okay. But, and one so, thing I wanted to explain that students don't know that, that each section has its own time. So you get 209 minutes total, but okay. so for, for example, Reading is 55 minutes. Math is 57 minutes. And you can, when you're in that section, you can go back and forth within that section. But once you close it and go on to the next question, um, to the next section, you've closed that section forever and then you start the new section. Okay. Okay. So um, I was going to say, is it two minutes per question? But it sounds like it might be weighted a little bit differently. It, it is a little bit. Most of them are around a minute. I think you get a bit more time maybe in math. But, you know, you should. And this is not the tease was not developed to be a time test. We, there's plenty of time to to answer the questions. So okay. that, that is one thing that 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 has made been, been made clear to me is that it is not you know, made to rush. You have plenty of right. time to answer these questions. Okay, good. So students aren't, you know, often running out of time before they finish right. the test, which right. is good. Okay. Okay, great. All righty. So speaking of the topics, what topics would you say are the most missed or the most, or where students maybe don't score as well? Okay. I was just looking at data um, right before this. We, we got our data back on the most missed sections and I'm bringing this up just to make sure I've got it all here. Okay, here we go. So number one, which isn't a surprise. Well, it is a little bit, but human anatomy. So number one, okay. mysterious human. And the funny thing is, is that when I was pulling the question types, it's general. It, it's not uh-huh. like a specific. It, it's a lot of the general orientation, um, oh, like an, okay. anatomical planes, um, anatomical mm-hmm. position. So know okay. your basic anatomy. Your basics. I, yeah. Wonder if students are thinking, well, I, I got anatomy. I just took that class. I don't need to study for that maybe. And then yeah. they get into it and it's like, oh yeah, maybe I should have studied that. That's yeah. probably where my mind would go. But I think the good news with that is to me, a, anatomy is easy to review. Right. And this right. is an opportunity for students to really do well in that area, you know, so don't skip yeah. reviewing your anatomy, guys. <laughs> yeah, your basic anatomy. I was really surprised by that. And then the next ones, and across the board, all, through all the tests that we have, chemistry uh, was number two. Okay, and, and, and chemistry is harder than anatomy. So yes. that makes sense to me more so, so than the anatomy one was. So yeah, so really, so so the the specific types were the chemical reactions and acids and bases, and then the properties of solutions. Those were really the three areas yeah, if, of chemistry that... If you that, asked me anything about those right now, I... Yeah. I, yeah. I had to go back and review it. Too. I was reading the before we talked today. I was like, I got to go back and review this again. So yeah. everybody needs to review. I mean, it, it's one yeah. of those things where you haven't had it for forever. Go back and review those items. But those were some of the most missed ones. And then the last one was math. And that okay. was um, geometry. So the geometry ah. section of the math was was one of the ones. So that wasn't Geom- surprising yeah. to me. 
I hated geometry in school. Yeah. But again, terrible at it. These are things that you haven't had for a long time. You think, oh, you know, no big deal. But but these are the ones that are being missed. But it is. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Going back to study. Yeah, definitely study. So what? Okay. I know that there's a ton of like tease. I'm doing air quotes because I know people can't see me on the podcast. Tease (laughs) prep materials out there. And student, I mean, I get so many students like in my Facebook group asking about how to study. And I'm thinking, guys, it's so obvious. You just go to ATI and use their materials. So what would you say to a student who's looking for prep materials? Okay. Well, of course, we like our prep materials. And and what makes us stronger than anybody else is that, number one, we wrote the test. We know the blueprint. We know exactly... So it's obvious to me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that ATI is really good at, what we hang our hat on, is that we know how to evaluate a student. So our online practice tests, our online practice tests A and B, are you can't get any better than that. And especially for an evaluation. If you want to know how you're going to do on the test, you take those and, and you kind of figure out what you need to study. So so after you take those, you get a score report and that gives you exactly where you need to go study. And it's actually linked to our study manual to go back in and study that material. Oh, perfect. So you basically have a study guide made for you. Exactly. And really, there are nuggets of information. I tell students, especially in those practice tests, read all the rationales. Even if you got Mm -hmm. it right, go back and read because you you get into those, you'll find several things on the test that maybe maybe wasn't a question you missed or but in those rationales are all kinds of nuggets of information on why it's right, why it's wrong. So the those to me are our number one, our, our most popular products and the most useful. Yes. And then if you really need an in-depth, in-depth study tool, I recommend Smart Prep. That's our tutorial. It's got everything. I mean, it, it's, it's all online. It's all in one package. You get, uh, it t- takes an evaluation of, you take a pre-test, tells you what you know, what you don't. And then it spits out another study plan. You know, it, it's it's studying for, you don't have to think about it. It mm-hmm. gives everything to you. So that that's my other recommendation. Okay. And awesome. all of these and, products were ahead. updated to, all these products were updated to the T7 it, when we launched that in okay. June. I was going to ask that. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So um, for you listening, you probably want to go check out the ATIT's <laughs> materials and they are offering a really great discount, which I will share with you information about at the end of this episode. So thanks to ATI for doing that, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, all right. So can someone take the test more than once? Let's say they have an off day and they really want to try again. Is that an option or is this a one and done kind of thing? Oh, the students really need to check with their school. The school sets those rules for, okay. for all of that. So you have some schools, especially California, some of them you can test once, maybe twice, and you're done. It's so competitive out in the California area. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really depends by the uh, school by school. They they set those okay. rules. We recommend, um, from an ATI perspective, we recommend three times and remediate remediate in between. So take about six weeks in between each one, minimum of 14, 14 days from what we've seen. If you're just taking it, turning around in three days and taking it again, you're just wasting money, really. I mean, you're not taking the time to to learn the material and go through it. It, it, It's to your advantage to learn it. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's the other thing with studying, you know, you have students that are like, why do I have to take this? This is so dumb. You know what? What do I have to do? These are 
we're setting you up for success in nursing school. So you've got to think of it more than just an entrance test. Yes. You know, you want to do well on it. But we also have research that says if you do well on the T's, you're going to do well your first year in nursing school. So you're going to do well in fundamentals. And schools use that as a guide. You know, they mm-hmm. use it in combination with other other criteria for admissions. But it's really important that you take the time, just like chemistry. I mean, these are things that you're going to right. use throughout nursing school, math. I mean, just, just wait until you get further on into nursing. <laughs> You've got to have these basics and be yeah. refreshed and ready to go. So that that's key. Right. Yeah. I hear that question a lot. Why do I have yeah. to do this? Yeah. Haven't I taken enough, you know, why haven't right. I done enough to get into school? And, it's, and then I think sometimes students feel like work, we, we, whoever we are, yeah. are creating barriers to entry, but really all of this prep is setting people up for success once That's they're right. in their program. So it's really important. Thank you for that good reminder. Yeah. And um, the programs want people that are going to be successful. I mean, if they lose students halfway mm-hmm. through the program, that's it. They don't replace them. So, right. so that's, that's a revenue. That's a seat that somebody else could have taken. So, so they really want their students to be successful and they want right. to know, and they are admitting students that may need some re- remediation, but they're looking at those T saying, okay, we can get this person there. This person may be assigned some remediation mm-hmm. before they start school and, and get, and they'll know exactly what they need to give them to, to, to help them get them started and ready right. to go. Yeah. So. If a student's prepping to take the T's, how much time would you suggest they spend preparing? I feel like this isn't something that you can do in yeah. a weekend or even no. a week, maybe a little bit longer than that. Yeah, we we say six weeks. We say six take weeks. a minimum okay. of six weeks really to get through all the material and study it. Like even just going through the practice test, going through all the rationale. If you go through the mm-hmm. rationale, and then even go, if you dive in deeper within questions, I mean, that, that'll take you a while. I, I'd say at least six weeks. Okay, good. Good tip there. And I know that you had mentioned earlier when we touched base that there were some new products that ATI has in regards to tease prep. Yes. And and students really like these because they're free. So Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Students love free. <laughs> exactly. So we have a, a free um practice exam. So it's an online practice exam. So you can go to our website. Um, we've got all kinds of links to it within our products. Um, it is a free full length practice exam. So it wow. is fantastic. It's almost exactly like our real ones. It's, oh, it's, it's a little bit shorter than full length. I got to step back on that a little bit shorter, but it, it gives you an idea of what our practice exams are like, gives mm-hmm. you an idea of, you know, the, what the exam is going to be like, cause it's in the same format, same question type, all of that. So that, that's, one of our good things that we we started uh, just recently, just in September, in oh, September, cool. we launched that. That is very cool. Yeah. And then we also have a new app and we've got over 2000 questions in the app. We have a free version, so you can try it, see what you think about it. But then um, the questions in the app are great. So especially awesome. if you combine it with those practice tests and you know mm-hmm. where you need to study, you can, you can pick out those, those parts in the app use it on the go, you know, when you're out, just do some quick reviews. So that's, that's a bonus too. So we're, we've been working on that for a while. I'm excited. We added that in August. Okay. That is amazing. So, yeah. um, on and the I really study, like having the free version so they can try yeah, it. They can try it out. Think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a free practice test, which sounds 
really cool. Right. Um, okay. So where would students go to get more info about the T's and also just ways that ATI can help them through school? Okay. So our website, so www.atitesting.com backslash T's if you really want to get there, but you'll get there mm-hmm. just by going to the homepage. So on there, and then we also started this year, we launched a new ATIT's help center. So it's the T's fact center and you'll see these little radio buttons, you know, T's questions, click here when you go to our website. So click any of those, it'll take you to our fact center and you can search for any information you have there. So we're, we're constantly building that out. We get lists of questions that maybe we don't have answers to. We try Mm -hmm. and write questions there. So, so we've been trying to build out as much information there as possible. I know, you know, especially with COVID launching our online exams, it just got overwhelming the different test types and, you know, how to, how to register, how to take it, what schools can do. So, so we try and answer as many of those questions as possible there. Okay. Fantastic. And I'll put the link to that in the episode notes so people can find it easily. So is there anything that you wanted to share about the, the T7 that I forgot to ask you about? I think we covered all the main stuff. The only other thing is that I, I always tell students, that not all prep is created equal. So I'm seeing a lot of people out there, you know, posting questions and everything, but, but good questions, you got to remember good questions are measurable. So when I first started with ATI, I asked for a bunch of, I was like, just, well, just give me some questions. So it was like, you know, how hard is it? And they just were like, no, you don't understand how many people a question touches. You have to be able to measure it. So, so, ATI, you're going to get, when you're taking our practice exams and, and going through, you, you get measured responses on how you're doing. So that that's just one thing I wanted to throw out there is that not all prep is equal. You know, ours, I know, is measured and we can give students the direction they need to go to improve. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So if you're going to spend the time, you might as well spend the right. time where it's best spent. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So um, you mentioned that you wanted to do some tease questions. I do have some tease oh questions for you. I know. I know. The, the caveat is I'm old now and <laughs> I, I haven't studied any of this stuff in a really long time. <laughs> these aren't too bad. And I tried to pull out some of the ones I, I tried to go into the questions where they're the most missed. So these are some examples. Okay. So these I'll are not the questions. Okay. But these are not the, they never give me the exact question, but I always get the the topic area. So these are kind of some of the areas that are the most missed questions. So, okay. Okay. Here's my first one. So, and this is an anatomy question. So in the human body, which of the following body parts are in a superior position to the lungs? And this is a select all that applies. Oh my Lord. Okay. You have a, the stomach. No. B, the trachea. Yes. C, the spleen. No. D, the heart. Don't think so. No. And E, the brain. Yes. Yes, you are correct. B and E are superior or above. Above, yes. Um, Okay, one down. Above the lungs. Yep. (laughs) And the heart is, let me just read this. Um, The heart is medial. So medial to the lungs. It's it's towards the midline. But again, that's in the rationale. So if you're reading right. all, that could be one of the questions. So, mm-hmm. you know, the medial questions. So just yes. just making sure you're reading all the rationales and all these questions. Yeah. So that's a great example of like that anatomy, basic foundation yeah. knowledge. 
superior, posterior, medial, lateral. Right, right. Transverse, was, all the planes. <laughs> I was really surprised on that one. So the, yeah, that's good for students to know. Okay, our second question is a chemistry question. Oh, I've got a... This I'm not going to get this, but go ahead. You know, but this, this <laughs> I love this question because you can take it in so many different directions. So there's lots of little pieces you can study from it. So here's the question. So a neutral atom of calcium has two electrons in its outer shell. Which of the following will occur when calcium forms an ion? So A, calcium will lose two electrons to have a full valence shell. B, calcium will gain two electrons to have a full valence shell. C, calcium will add two protons to become neutral. And D, calcium will add six electrons to have a full valence shell. Oh, man. I'm going to go with <laughs> C because I know neutrality is a thing. That is true. That is true. But is it but right? It is not right. <laughs> <laughs> so option A, calcium will lose the two electrons. So so it'll give away two electrons to have a full okay. balanced shell. So, okay. so you have to go back to your pe periodic table. And when you look yes. at it, calcium is in group two. So, so that means it's got two, uh, the group two elements, um, which has balanced electrons. Hold on, I'm reading this. So I had to go through and review this again last night. Mm. Um, so, and then, so the other things you can break away from this. So, so you have to go back to the periodic table and, and look at the table. Mm -hmm. So, so know that, know how to evaluate that. And then you also go into, so calcium falls into an, an alkaline earth metal. So that's, that's just another review that, that mm -hmm. you should know. And it donates its two electrons to make a positive charge, um, to, to make the po positive charge. So, so you take the, um, Let's see, calcium has a net ionic charge of plus two calculated by subtracting the total number of electrons from the total number of protons. So 18 minus 16, and these are all in the peri mm -hmm. periodic table. And then you can take that and go into, you know, what calcium does for you. You know, it's not only good for your bones, but neurotransmitters. So you, there's just a whole lot of yeah. different places you can go studying on this question. Absolutely. And I, you know, I vaguely remember learning how to do those chemical equations and and yeah but today right zero, zero right. remembrance so I would review that for sure if I was going to take my T's exam exactly so here's another chemistry okay. question oh man I know but I pulled the the most missed one so hey, okay that's this is this will be a good one for the students okay a, a substance that lowers the activation energy is which one of the following a, a reactant, B, a product, C, a catalyst, or D, time? What was the question again? <laughs> you don't have to tell me all the answers, but tell me the so, question again. Yeah, a substance that lowers the activation energy is which of the following? A reactant, a product, a catalyst or time. Now you can immediately take off one of those because time it, isn't a substance. Is it the is it the reactant? It is not the reactant. See, I would have guessed and I would have missed this one. 
So a reactant is a substance that enters into and is altered in the course of a chemical reaction. Okay. So it goes in and it's changed. Okay. Uh The catalyst makes something happen, right? Yes, but it it does. um, It can make it happen quicker. So that is what changes the energy. So the catalyst Uh is actually the the answer to that one. Darn it. Yep. Okay. So the catalyst usually will, will speed that up. But again, these are things that it's not a normal thing. It's probably learned you know, early on in high school yeah, and it's absolutely. just going back and reviewing those. Yep. And I love okay. chemistry. Yeah. And I don't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah. I was quizzing my daughter who just had it. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. It's like, you need to go back and review too. Yeah. So, okay. Another chemistry question. All right. Three for which three. Of the, which of the following <laughs> describes the process of diffusion? So is it A, is the movement of substances from a solid to a liquid state? B, the movement of a substance from areas of high concentration to low concentration? C, requires a large amount of energy? Or D, is specific to the movement of water only? And this is, the question is, which of the following describes the process of diffusion? I always get diffusion and osmosis mixed yeah. up, but I'm going to go with B. That is correct. I'm going to get the solutes moving. Okay, I did it. Yes. That is a concept that I do use (laughs) regularly. But it is in in the, um, in our notes here, it says, so I'm going to read that the diffusion is the movement of molecules from a region of high concentration to a region of low concentration. Diffusion does not change the state of matter and diffusion um, takes place passively and diffusion is not specific to water. So osmosis is specific to the movement of water. So, so that's, okay. that's a little I bit different. Deemed myself a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay, we've got one more. Okay. So, and it's a chemistry one again. Sorry for the heavy chemistry. Well, now I'm feeling pretty sassy about chemistry. So okay. go ahead. <laughs> this one should be good. This one should be good. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so orange juice, stomach acid, and coffee are all acids. Which of the following is a pH level for these substances? So a pH less than two, a pH less than seven, a pH about seven, and a pH above seven. This is a little bit tricky, though. There is a little trick element mm-hmm. in this one. In the stomach, you said. It just says, um, which of the following is a pH level for these substances? Oh, so the stomach acid say, was one yeah, of them. stomach acid is okay. one of them. So orange I think I'm going to go with... Two pH of two. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Or, or no, a pH less than seven. Oh, less than seven. So, I was yeah. Wrong. So this is what's tricky about it. It says all those substances with a pH lower than two are acids. Not all of these substances are strong of an acid. Oh, okay. I was going to so, say orange juice probably is in a pH of two, or it would hurt. <laughs> right. Right. So that's where they are like. So but they're all of, less than seven. That's correct. Okay. So you that's have to read correct. the question very carefully. So that one was a little tricky. So yeah. Okay. Don't assume you, yeah. Read the question carefully. That's right. a good tip. <laughs> right. Okay, Tammy. Well, thank you. That was fun. Even though I bombed the quiz, but Hey, if well, I had to go take the tease, I would definitely give it a lot of study time. Well, it's sure. just a reminder that, you know, all of these things are, are any, and the pH is something you'll use from oh, yeah. now on. I mean, it's something definitely. you really have to, but it's just, something you've got to go and review and, and that what had a little bit of a trick to it that that less yep. than two was a, you could have to read the yes. question yes so okay 
Well, thank you again so very much. And I will put a link in the episode notes about a giveaway that ATI is sponsoring. Thank you for that. And a discount that you can get on ATIT's prep materials and packages. Well, thank you. And good luck to everybody studying. So there you have it, our deep dive into the ATITs and the new changes to the most recent exam, which is the TEAS 7. So I will put the links in the episode notes and information about that discount so that you don't miss out on this awesome opportunity with ATI. So once more, I just want to thank ATI for sponsoring our Say Yes to Success mini-series. And if you want to learn how ATI can help you prepare for nursing school, get into nursing school, thrive throughout your program, and pass your NCLEX, check out atitesting.com. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.